0: Hi, guys. You miss me? I know. It's been a while. It's been like a month, but, you know, I needed to back off the recording because I felt like I'm like, I don't got much to say right now. And uh, there's 22 episodes, so... Go listen to the 22 episodes. Imagine if I just stopped recording here and was like, go listen to the other ones, bye. And that was episode 23. But no, guys, your listeners don't get offended with Jennifer's episode 23. Let's go for another round of applause. <laughs> Thank God I got these headphones pre corona. Well, I guess I could have ordered them online. But. All right, well, since I've last recorded. <laughs> Something big has happened in the world, guys. I don't know if you heard of it. This virus going around. Herpes? <laughs> Just getting coronavirus? Let me see the last time I recorded here. Let's see. Episode. Gen. March 10th. Okay, so it was like we knew. Corona was out there. But also. We were like, "Is that gonna come to us?" Damn, China's looking rough. Oh, they're wearing spacesuits. Oh, this shit looks serious. Oh, people are dying. Oh, there's bodies in hallways. Oh, god, hope it doesn't happen to us. Anywho, did you watch the last episode of Game of Thrones? <laughs> well, obviously Game. Of- oh, bad joke. The point is, we weren't paying attention, and we were talking about shit that didn't matter. And now, this is the only thing that matters. I have iced coffee today. But what... It's like, do I want to continue to talk about coronavirus? It's all... It's what we're all living. We're all living it right now. We're all quarantined. You'd think I've had... You'd think I've had 15 episodes with how much time I'm spending doing nothing. But no, I've done nothing. But look at my podcast recording stuff like, so you're going to get on that or what? It's like talking to me like, um do you care about me anymore? And I'm like, I do. I just, you know, I need my space. You know, I'm like, commitment's a big deal for me. And I just want to like some alone time. You're asking a lot. And it's like, well, you wanted this. I mean, you started this. You asked for it. You initiated. And now you're backing out. I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, do you like me? Are you gonna give me attention? Oh you are oh okay well l- leave me alone then. <laughs> I only need you to like me if i I only need the attention and if I know that you're like not always gonna give it okay I don't know where I'm going with that i'm like i'm sub i'm sud- subtly subtly comparing the my relationship with the podcast recording to relationships, I think. So, I guess I would tell you what I did today, but nothing is the answer. If I tell you what I did yesterday, I, I, um, I worked out, guys, at home. I bought a stepper, a little Reebok stepper, except it's not the Reebok brand, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Scrunchy socks, fucking spandex shorts, ponytail to the side, fucking high top Reeboks. Power stepping on the fucking, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're too young. I bought one of those on Amazon, and then I do, I did a YouTube workout with it, and I was like, 55 minutes? Easy. I just got to jump up and down on this fucking box. Like, no. Jump up and down this box. That's what he said. (laughs) Uh. You should do stand-up. That was real good material. Well, I think that what this, you should do that as well. Go buy yourself something to work out in and pretend like you're at a gym or something. I don't know. Pretend that this is all joyful and this is all great downtime to meditate and learn about yourself when in reality you're just screaming from the inside and you want to tear your flesh off. Because what it's doing is making you, it's, this isolation, which I'm normally very good at, it's like me and isolation are like peanut butter and jelly. We're like mayonnaise and bananas. <laughs> if you've ever had mayonnaise and bananas, don't don't sleep on that. But I'm good at it, and I'm proud of myself for that because I'm like, all right, I can handle this. But even this is taking a toll on me, and so I wanted to. I guess talk to the people who are really feeling the uh, effects of being alone. Some people don't like to be alone, and that's that's not something I can relate to, but I feel for you because it's like if I had to be around people all the time, like if I was forced to be with uh, people 24 hours a day, I'd feel the same you'd feel about being alone 24 hours a day. So. My heart goes out to you. But what this is also bringing out is people underlying, you know, undealt with emotions, feelings, um, triggers, subconscious shit, childhood shit, all the shit that you just uh, never dealt with. And it comes up when you um, have nothing to distract you because your phones can only distract you for so much. After a while, you're like, sorry, I'm opening and closing this fucking protein bottle. Um, After a while, you're like, oh, wait, I'm here alone sitting on my phone. And uh, I feel things and I don't want to feel things. (laughs) It's bringing up anxiety for people, depression, um, hopelessness. But also like connection, you know, maybe you're connecting with people that you haven't really talked to in a while. Maybe you're reaching out and realizing that relationships are important or people that you love, you want to like talk to more often or you want to be connected with. So, yeah, I was like, should I talk about depression? Should I talk about sadness. No, I don't want you know, I don't want to talk about that, because that's depressing. <laughs> and we don't want to be depressed. I keep meaning to meditate. Well, I do a little bit. And then I'm like, um, that's enough. That's been five minutes and five minutes in your own head. <laughs> it's a lot. Long- it's a lot especially when you well the first couple minutes of like you trying not to think about shit and then maybe you got a solid 60 seconds of like empty space not connected six not uh not consecutive 60 seconds is what I'm trying to say oh my god Jen get it together but but nothing hold on let's do a round of applause because I lost my train of thought (laughs) I don't know why I'm like this. Who allowed me to do this? That's what I want to know. Because, Jen, these recordings are out forever. Like, they're in the world of you just talking about nothing. People are wasting minutes of their lives listening to this. And I'm sorry for you, okay? I'm sorry. They're like, get to the point. There's no point to get to, okay? That's the beauty of of this. There is no point. So don't hold your breath waiting for it. Just accept the flow and realize that we're never getting anywhere. <laughs> That's deep. So I've, I have I was like, should I? All right, I'm going to just go right into it. Should I talk about sexting on this episode? Or should I talk about depression? Depression or sexting? Suicide sexting or depression? Which one? And I was going to do a poll on Instagram, but I was like, I don't feel like waiting for the results. And of course people are going to be like, talk about sexting. Who wants to talk about suicide? I mean, nobody. <laughs> uh, that's why people commit suicide because no one wants to talk about it. So you should talk about it. Call the hotline. I'm not saying don't talk about it. I'm not a professional therapist, but we've all lost someone that we love to suicide. And we've all... I'm assuming we've all lost someone we love or known someone who's lost someone we love because it's a real live problem because the system is broken and we're all living in the matrix. Jen, this is about sexting, not suicide, sexting. If that's triggering for you, you could shut it off because I understand. I lost my aunt to suicide, so I understand. I know people have been, I know what it feels like to be suicidal. That's another thing. I guess I'm really veering off the sexting, but that it is, I don't want to say it's normal to have suicidal thoughts because I don't know. Is it normal? Yeah, it is normal. It is normal to be like, I don't want to fucking deal with this shit. I don't want to live, but I don't know if it's like necessarily, I don't want to live. It's, I don't want to like be in my head anymore. I'm exhausted and the only way out is to sleep forever, you know, and the eternal sleep is death. So I don't know if people actually want to die or if they just don't want to deal anymore. But I know that um, I have friends, close friends whom I love very much. I have family members and I myself have dealt with suicidal thoughts or feelings or depression or and the thing is, you have to go get help. You have to talk to a therapist. You have to reach out. You have to tell people you love. But also, you have to be, like, kind of, you have to be aware that it's not like, oh, I've had suicidal thoughts. I talked to a therapist, so now I'm fine. Like, I, th- I think it's an understanding that maybe this is something that's going to come up in your life and that maybe you will have to like have to find a way to kind of cope and find better coping skills and whatever it is that you do to heal and deal. Because otherwise, if you're just to have this thing that, oh, I'm cured now, I'm never going to feel that way again, then it's almost like you feel like you're a faulty person if you do feel that way again or when you do feel that way again. Because it's inevitable we're like going to come back around, emotions, are real tragedy is real PTSD is real you know it's normal to feel those things and it's normal to feel as though that you can't control things in your life and sometimes when you feel like you've lacked control and outside you feel you think that you know it's the one thing I can control is myself and maybe if I die then everything will be fine but really no no that's not the answer, because you are valued and you matter, and your existence on this earth matters—not only to your friends and family, but to just the energy of the world. As my sister, was. you, your existence matters. And to be in a dark place, or to be somewhere where you feel as where you're at the end of your rope, and you feel as though dying is better, then you had better reach out to somebody. You better call or text a friend or a family member. And I know that that's, you know, that's a big deal for like medical professionals or people with serious jobs. They don't want to do that because they don't want to lose their license in or lose their position in their workplace or be open about how they're feeling because it's a, there's a stigma like that you're, you shouldn't feel that way or if you do, there's something really wrong and you're not stable to do the job you're doing. So people deal alone often but it's real bravery or it's real it takes strength to reach out and to tell someone this is how I've been feeling and um and sometimes that's enough just to be able to talk to people and I you know I'm only speaking from my own experience and I'm not a professional therapist and I'm not a fucking I'm not the end I don't know all the answers but I know that keeping it inside and keeping that shit to yourself is a dangerous game to play because you know, you end up either dead or really really desperate and really in a bad mental space so reach out but comedy helps you know just laughing helps talking to friends. But I'm also not taking it lightly because I know people deal with serious depression issues or serious mental health issues or mental illness. And, you know, that awareness isn't always there. That They've gone down a dark kind of path and it's like uh, maybe like their train of thought or their reality is kind of warped and depression can do that to you. And in that constant state of like like that low grade energy or that low grade depression can kind of change your chemicals in your brain and the way you really perceive reality or the way things really are you know sometimes you're just like let me get out of my fucking head you know you feel like if i could just step outside of myself and be like are you are you fucking kidding me right now this is not reality you are creating a crazy reality and this isn't it calm down take some deep breaths focus on your breathing and people say that, and you're like, "Shut the fuck up!" And you're like, "No, wait, wait it really is, it really does work. Taking deep breaths really does work. Oh, sitting quietly with myself really does work. Once I get through the fucking muck, and the weeds, and the willy wax, as my friend Sherry would say, the bushes. Once I get through all those thoughts, I can kind of find a clearer space. But again, I'm only talking about myself and my experience. I'm not downplaying or Degrading anybody that that feels as though that I'm talking on my ass or something, or they feel that that's not their experience. I'm just, you know, saying I want you to know that you're that maybe there are people out there who've never thought about what life if they were just dead. Maybe there are people out there. I don't know. I haven't asked every single human being, but I don't want to say if they were just dead, but they think if I didn't exist or if if i could just sleep forever that's that's not if i didn't exist if i could just sleep or be like you know away from my thoughts cuz really that's ultimately what they what people want what we want sometimes just a break from the incessant thinking so i think maybe there are people who live who've grown up and never felt that way but i think that there's a darkness inside everyone that we all have to kind of battle, not battle, but embrace, embrace. And I don't mean like the devil or anything. I just mean that that piece of us that kind of builds from childhood, you know, the whole not feeling worthy enough, not feeling good enough. And it kind of man like builds up into this dark place unless you address it. You don't even realize it's there sometimes, you know, you don't realize that you're struggling with anything until it's come to the point where you're just exhausted. Man, you know, the, the system is broken. I'll say it again because it's just like work, 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 work. Break you down mentally. Break you down physically. Make you feel as though you can't, like you need to work or you'll be homeless and die. Which is like really, I mean, it's a reality. It's true. You'll be, if you don't work, you'll be homeless. And then what? You know? So then you feel like, If I address, if I address my mental health issues, I'd have to take time off work that I can't afford. So I'll just keep pushing these back, and I'll pretend, and I'll be fine for a while, for a long time, until I'm not fine, and then I'm, you know, fighting addiction or fighting some sort of crisis that I'm like, oh, you know, feeling like I don't know how to tell anybody this because I'm stuck. That's why our mental health is mental health is important and this quarantine this what's the other word for quarantine social distancing but that's not quarantine whatever you know um, the two major words the terms we're using in 2020 social distancing and quarantine and corona has people really i think dealing with a lot of this stuff and we're dealing with it in ways that some people are finding ways to heal and help themselves and that's great and I think that it's important that you acknowledge and if that's the first thing you do and that's the first time you've ever done it in your life that's a fucking step. And once once you acknowledge it then there's a step, to, you know, to healing. Healing continually healing it's a active, constant state. It's not healed. It's healing. Or, you know, I don't want to get all deep on it. My grandfather would be like, my grandfather would be telling me, it's, you know, it's, it's not done. You're, you're always, you're human, you know, and that's the, like, you can't, there's no point of enlightenment, or you can reach the enlightenment, and then you're still human. You know, the whole point is knowing that you're human, and that, You're going to have human emotions, and that's okay because you're a fucking human being. Did you know that, guys? Did you know you're a human being? (laughs) So feeling things, emotional, pain, emotional, anything, feeling anything strongly is normal. Does that make sense, guys? Does that make sense? Are you insulted? Am I insulting you? I really don't want to offend anybody. Don't get offended. Because I know personally from my own space. To, I mean, I've, always, I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with feeling suicidal. And that's the truth. Feeling like I'd just rather die. Like, I know that, that deep kind of pain. And I can't say that I live with it every single day or all the time, but I go through cycles of feeling like, you know that impending doom or that hopelessness and I don't I'm not taking it lightly and I don't want people to feel as though I'm taking it lightly because I'm not but I'm also not comparing myself to people who've like actively attempted to hurt themselves or who have committed suicide because I know that pain as well I know when my aunt killed herself that was like you just left with a lot of questions and you're like are you fucking kidding me right now And there's no answers. There's no like going to, you know, you never get the answers. And that's what's really hard about that kind of grief and that kind of, you know, sadness is the people left over are not, you know, they're left with just like questions, questions and yeah, questions really. And then, you know, I've had, you know, I've talked to other friends. I've had a few friends in college who were really depressed and talked about, they just felt like, you know, they've attempted suicide and they've, te- they felt like it's gotten so dark to the point where I felt like without me on this earth, everything would be better. And that's when you, if you've had that thought, that's when you really need to like wake the fuck up. That's when you, it's like you need an awareness in the back of your mind or some sort of hope or spark that says that thought means you really need help. That is not reality that you've gone down a A place of darkness and only you believe it and that like you have like only you believe that no one else around you believes that but you've created this like reality for yourself like oh if I end it then every these people have less problems or I wouldn't be a burden or I wouldn't be whatever the case whatever you feel like the reason you would you know whatever your own personal belief systems are, your own personal experience with your family or your relationships would have you believing that. And that's, I would say that's a red flag, but that's more than a red flag. That's like the, you know, that's like you're almost at the end of your rope right there and you really should text someone or call someone, you know, the suicide hotline, you could call them. um, The National Suicide Hotline, just to reach out and kind of, get a grip on what's really going on because you're a goddamn miracle. You're a goddamn special human being and you matter and your life matters and you're fucking existing in this crazy ass world for a fucking reason. And if, if it's to, if it's to start a podcast, then go ahead and do it. If it's to create something, then go ahead and do it. Just know it gets better. Sometimes. It gets worse, it gets better, but that's the ups and downs of life. Ah, uh, I'd say just read the secret, read the secret and all your problems will be solved. <laughs> but we're all at stages in our mental capacity to understand things or to believe things. Like there's things I didn't understand, obviously, because this is a part of growing up and learning and getting educated and understand your own self, but there's things that I was taught in my teenage years, in my 20s, that now in my 30s I see totally different. Like when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, you don't really understand. Not that you ever really, I mean, even now I don't, I'm not saying I'm a fucking expert on anything, I'm an expert on knowing nothing, but in your, you feel like things aren't really happening to you, or they don't really matter, they're not a big deal. Uh, it's really hard to explain what I'm saying. So I guess I'm just hoping that other people out there have had this feeling so that they know, yeah, we know, Jen, you don't have to really try to explain it. But what, like, like, let's say, in your not in your teens and 20s, or maybe it's about maturing and growing up, but you know, you're like, working, or your parents are paying your bills, or whatever. Like, you're just just kind of going through the motions of life without really realizing that you're a part of it. You know, you feel like life's happening to you and you're not involved in it. Like you're not affecting change in your life or creating change in your life. You feel like life comes at you and that's how you take it. Like, oh, this is the day that's, what's going to hit me today? Or, you know, and I think maybe when you move out and you kind of start like, paving your own way or taking responsibility for your own life then you start to see that you're you're actively involved in your life that moves you make or decisions you make change the path of where your life's going and what depression does and what feeling depressed depressed does or feeling you know hopeless or feeling like you're in a dark place in your life or is that you f- that you aren't in control of it that there's like that life's just happening to you which is the case for some I'm not saying life doesn't treat fuck you up and I'm not saying that life doesn't roll people over and treat some people really fucked up because that is also true and that's very true that's like a part of why life is so fucking hard but you do have you do have you You have a part to play in your own life. You are the main character, and you can affect change within your own life, within your own mind, soul, and body. Doing that affects change outside of yourself. And I know that sounds so, like, is that true? Is that like yes? It it is true. And I think if you're at a stage of your life where you where you can understand that and believe that, then you're you're in a point in your life where you can make the change because you you have to get it to get it this is what my grandfather would say one you you don't know until you know and that's the truth you don't you don't understand that you can create a life for yourself or you can make change until you understand it cuz until if you're not understanding it well even if you're not understanding it, you know life's happening to you because you're putting out these vibes of this energy that you don't have control so then life gives you things that you have no control over and that's way into the secret right there but it's hard to explain if you're not already in the mental place to accept it but if you are there I'm talking to you if you're not there I don't know shut the fucking podcast off then okay I don't know what to tell you I'm one fucking person okay it's me alone in this room (laughs) talking to a microphone in an empty room in an empty space drinking my coffee my coffee that's how my aunt Leanne would say coffee she was fucking hysterical this is a woman she was just awesome I mean she obviously dealt she had trauma in her life she dealt with a lot of pain a lot of not feeling worthy a lot of not connecting with other people like in an in a you know emotional way so that was a tough loss for our family, for my mother. I mean, it was her best friend since she was 18 years old. I'm like, ah, that's just, it's a lot. So, and I know if you've lost someone, you know the feeling. But And they're always like good, creative, funny fucking people. You're like, w- you gave so much. And almost maybe they just gave so much to themselves that they didn't have anything for their, they gave so much to others they didn't have anything for themselves. So keep things for yourself. Like, remember how beautiful you are, you know, how fucking fabulous you are, how funny you are, how fucking creative or thoughtful or reliable you are. Because, you know, you are, (laughs) boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo? You matter. Every once in a while, I'm like, damn, I'm like a catch. Why do I be isolating? (laughs) Why am I hiding all the time? Everybody should be involved in this amazingness, guys. If you're feeling lonely and you just don't know and you're bored, you should just reach out to someone and sext them because that'll make you feel better. See, I managed to get sexting and suicide and depression in the same podcast. Are you guys happy about that? If you don't know how to sext, email me because I can teach you. I feel as though I should have a fucking medal for sexting. I've gotten so good at it. I don't, I can't even, I'm like, I could just sext myself and reply to myself. And I would, I'd be happy. I'd be like, this is fun. Because I'm the only one that knows what I want to (laughs) hear. And it's just my name. (laughs) I'm just going to text myself Jen over and over. And I'm like, yeah, baby. You said Jen? Jen? I had to flip the switch. How mad do you think Drake is that that flip the switch challenge, flip the switch song, has turned into people dressing up as their kids and stuff? He's like, that's not what I meant. Unless that is what he meant, but I guess I should do a trigger warning on this. Trigger warning for people: if you are or have been suicidal if you've sexted. If you've sexted while you've been suicidal. <laughs> what kind of sexting would that be? Oh my god. I'm not going to go there. I don't want you to know how dark my humor can get, okay? It gets bad. I come from a family. My mother has said, my, my first word should have been fuck. But also I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, not Boston. If you're from Massachusetts and you say you're from Boston when you're not, it's a big fucking no-no. I'm from Brockton, Massachusetts. Any other personal info you want? But anyways, where I grew up, you know, in the apartment complex I grew up in, people just fucking swore that's how they talked, you know? So out here in California, there's a lot of not swearing so they don't like that well the area I'm in I forgot where I was going with this with the fucking and with the talking and the saying fuck what the fucking I forgot where I was going this with the fucking (laughs) I meant the word fucking okay not the action none of us are getting that action right now um I want you to I want you to email me and let me know if you're sexting someone who's four thousand miles away (laughs) because what's the point This has been fun. Um, So see you in two years, a year. Cool. You want to video chat? (laughs) Isn't this great? We're video chatting, but I can't feel your hands on me. So this is no fun. No, it is fun. Sexting is fun because it's like you can say and do anything and you're not really a whore because it's not actually happening. (laughs) Even if you were a whore, good, be that girl. We should all be that because life is too fucking short. Sex workers deserve pay and respect. I want to throw myself in that whole feminist movement. Treat sex workers with dignity and respect. God damn it, they're giving you all hot ons. Jesus Christ, that's what's funny with men. I'm, I'm on caffeine. I'm going around and around in circles. It's like they want you to be sexual. They want you to know what you're doing. But then they don't want you. It's like they want you to be a virgin whore. Like, what do you want from me, buddy? Do you want me to enjoy it? Or do you want me to pretend like I don't know what I'm doing? Do you want me to know what I'm doing but also be a virgin and only know because I've read books? What do you want? What do you want from me? Let me know. Holla. Holla at your girl. At your best friend. At your cousin. But you could always reach out to me. And let me know how you're feeling. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling feisty, if you're feeling twirly, as Jess would say on The New Girl, <laughs> if you're feeling you want to talk about suicide, depression, sexting, <laughs> anxiety, you know, let me know. I think that sexting has a has a place. It, there's a place in this world for sexting, and it is. Mm, it's a good thing to do, especially if there's mutual respect there. It's not just... Cause like it can feel assaultive too if the guy's like you're like you know what I'm I'm good I'm good I don't feel like I'm an equal partner in this situation and uh I my screen feels dirty and I'm gonna delete you now so thank you for nothing thank you for making me feel gross that happens but anyways let me not act like I'm out here fucking sexting everybody left and right okay I'm not just. Once in a while, you know, what girl's going to do what a girl's going to do. OK, I'm a single travel nurse. I can't just hook up with everybody. I could, but I haven't bit the bullet to just accept that yet. I haven't embraced it yet. I got to get on that. So this is what it is for now. I got to open my heart. I got to be vulnerable, open my heart and be honest. And then good things will come into my life. There's so many opportunities for innuendos right there, but I'm gonna leave it to you. I'm gonna leave it to you, the listeners, my dozen or so listeners. I'm gonna leave it to you to decide what to do with those innuendos. I'm sweating from this fucking coffee. So if you need sexting tips, let me know. If you're feeling, I just burped. I'm really sorry for that, guys. I'm not editing. I'm not editing it out either um find what helps you heal find what makes you feel good write it out journal it make a fucking video talk to someone be honest with what you're feeling you're not fucking flawed if you feel depressed there's nothing wrong with you if you feel like i don't want to live anymore that's fucking it's normal i don't want to say normal because i don't mean like just accept it i mean well i also do mean just accept it but i mean You can actively change and feel better. Because I I don't want to say you need to change who you are. Because you don't. You just need to accept and realize who you are. The beautiful person that you are inside. And that we want you here. We want you here isolating with us. We want to know that you're quarantined and you're safe. We're, we're We're all here. We're all in this together. And I think if anything, that's what Corona has really taught us that life is fragile. Emotions are fleeting. Reality is weird. We're in the matrix. (laughs) I think maybe the edible kicked in. All right. Remember, don't get offended, okay? I'm just like you. You're just like me. We're people. And I just happen to put a microphone in front of my face so that... I can tell you how I feel about things. And maybe next time I'll have an expert. I lie to you guys every time I say that. I won't. I won't. But I want you to know I'm here for you. I'm here for you and your family, okay? Tell your mother I said hello. <laughs> That's that Mark Wahlberg joke. I'm here for you, so call me. DM me, email me, did you get offended at gmail.com. You know, let your friends and family know about this podcast. You got constructive criticism holler at me. Tell me. You want to tell me something good? Let me know. Tell me something bad, let me know. I'll cry. I might feel like, you know, what's the point? That's fine. Those are normal emotions. <laughs> but, you know, I've had some people come up to me and say, "Oh my god, I listened to your podcast. It was it was funny or I loved your podcast. I listened to episode 16 or I listened to episode 10 or whatever." Some of the nurses I worked with, or the people that I used to work with, would DM me and let me know. And then some people will say, Oh, I'd I listen to your podcast, but I couldn't get through it because, you know, you went all over the place. And I'm like, Cool. All right. I'll try to change that. And I get it's like I can't do it. That's the flow. So, you know, it's it's not for everyone. But also if you have like one of the nurses I worked with said, Oh, me and my husband listen to your podcast, and he says you need a something I don't even remember what she told me some sort of voice thing because my voice goes up and down and all around and I need some sort of like minimizing it oh condensing it condenser is that a thing I don't know and I'm like no tell me more I don't know I'm learning tell me what do I need I'll get it and then I you know people feel weird about telling you things like how to improve on things they don't want to tell you or they feel like they're not I don't know like uncomfortable or maybe it's not their place so they start to tell you little pieces and then kind of don't tell you the rest but I'm open to hear it I'm open to hear it in a lovely letter or email and I want it to be addressed like "Um, dear Jennifer Hill of don't get offended I first and foremost I love you and think that you should run the world and everything you say is pure gold here are some things I that could use some improvements (laughs) What's the thing when you're when you're when you're um, constructively criticizing? It's like compliment, give things to improve, compliment again, compliment, give the advice, compliment again. That's how people receive information. They want you receive it if you're coming from a place. It's easier to receive if the person's coming from a place of like, I want to help you. I love you. I think you're great. And I want to improve on what you're doing. That's, that's, uh, that's how it's received. But if you come at someone with, why'd you do it like this? Ugh, it ain't going to work. Or if you come at it negatively, it ain't going to work. Because even if it's the be- even if it's good at constructive criticism, even if it's, in- it will help, someone's not going to be in a position to hear it if they're already on the defense, which me, I'm always on the defense. So fucking buckle up, buckle up. What are you going to tell me? The fuck you going to tell me? The fuck are you gonna tell me? What? No, I don't wanna hear it. No, I'm just kidding, I do. Let me know how you feel, guys, if you're a pro at this uh voice condenser thing, I guess, this woman was talking about. All right, everybody stay alive for real. I love you all, and I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so grateful to be able to still be working with no PPE, but still I'm grateful to be able to provide care I'm not going to get into the COVID nursing thing I'm not going to do it if you follow nurse life on Instagram he has a podcast called nurse speak he will get into that get into that nurse speak right there I just uh plugged him and he'll never know and uh, I think that's it for now guys um hope that I hope that I didn't trigger anybody or I hope any, I hope I made you feel good or you got some sort of message from this. And now it's time for me to end the podcast. Episode 23. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And I really, really appreciate you all. Goodbye.